Hi, my name's Linda OJ. Hello, my name is Aaron Espindola. And welcome back to our podcast. We're happy to be back this week. And um, Aaron, what do you think? Let's go. Let's talk about our next uh, topic here. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. So I guess um, our topic today is going to be about what I call an online presence and you call it... Building an online identity. (laughs) That identity. So um, what is an online identity? Just to be clear, so I know I'm on the same, you know, path as you. (laughs) So what I was uh, referring to with online identity is how you're perceived online by others. Um, That can be something maybe you want to keep it like a professional type of level. Um, And it just, the first assumption that people have when they see your account, your profile, it just helps uh, you market yourself within the online atmosphere. That's a really good point. You know, when I first started my business 20 odd years ago as a motivational speaker, heaven knows what kind of presence I made in real life because there wasn't online then, there wasn't an online. But what I'm finding today is if you have a good online presence, people are more likely to remember you. And then when you do walk into a room, they go, oh, there's Linda OJ, you know, she's amazing, which I am obviously, you know. So I first got my, um, I guess, online presence many years ago by writing articles to newspapers and and people's newsletters. We didn't have the the techie we've got today. So have you already started getting your online presence or your identity online? Yeah, I've uh, I started uh, when I was in high school. I kind of would post uh, pictures that I kind of thought were more niche to what the kind of perspective that I want people to have of me. So I wanted a business type of perspective. So I would post uh, just things like uh, investment tips and just things like that for my friends. But I also had a uh, private account, but I, I'm recently going to start switching that over to public just because the amount of people and the potential reach that you can have online is extremely, it, it's a lot. So uh, just to give you a perspective, right now they have around 3.6 billion people uh, using social media worldwide. And uh, that statistics can actually increase to 4.4 billion in 2025. So right now we have 7.6 billion people in the world. So half the population is pretty much online. So being able to have an online presence and market yourself online is extremely important just because you're, you're, you have access to that many more people um, that can possibly reach out to you and say, hey, I have this opportunity for you or, hey, I really like your content and I think you're doing something amazing, giving them, giving, uh, they can give you feedback and all that stuff. And I think that's extremely important as well as um, with companies moving online, now they're starting to actually look at your social media accounts before they start hiring you. So maintaining a good online presence is extremely important right now. It is. And also, um, again, we're at different um, roads in our careers, but you started really young being an entrepreneur and you saw then how important it is. 
And what I find is sometimes people have an online presence, an online identity, and then maybe they go for an interview, you know, in the corporate world or anywhere they go for an interview, and they're quite different to what they appear to be online. So one of the tips I always give is, you know, be yourself online and be the same person if you do go for that interview. And are you aiming to be one of these influencers that get paid lots of money because you're just amazing? And have you got billions of people looking at you, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the case. No, um, right now I I kind of just have my friends on my social media for my Instagram. However, with uh, LinkedIn, I actually started um, adding people in in my in. Conestoga College, uh, the school I go to, uh, industries that I want to be part of, like fashion, because I do it also a clothing brand. So I started adding people in those categories. Um, and I'm trying to just build my persona online to kind of match who I am in person. And I've been getting messages from other people just being like, hey, we should, uh, you should contact me. We should uh, set up a call and talk about fashion and all that stuff. And I think that's extre extremely important right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't do any, uh, I'm not a social media influencer yet. <laughs> I hope I could be. maybe, maybe this podcast, if it takes off, then maybe I can, I can be a really big influencer. <laughs> So again, in my case, having two businesses, the reason I wanted a good online presence is A, to be memorable. I wanted people to remember me, and I must admit, I'm quite forgettable because I've got that kind of personality. But then it comes down to the nitty-gritty. I'm not going to get, you know, clients for my business, again, if I cannot do the work. So, I, you know, I kind of demonstrate by posting articles, um, videos, podcasts, you know, the real me and how I can help, help say, speak at your conference or, or do a workshop for your organization. But I'm not looking for work or build another business at the moment. So I would say, you know, if you are at college, you know, obviously listen to what you've got to say because you've got a lot of sense. But also... Um, on LinkedIn, it's very easy to just get wrapped up in getting as many connections as possible. That doesn't normally give you a memorable, you know, identity. So I would say, let's use you as a guinea pig, Aaron. What makes you stand out on LinkedIn? What is it about the brand that you've created, which is part of your identity, that people will remember you for? That's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> well, right now I'm still building that brand out, so I don't do anything that's uh, crazy memorable, but I try to post some uh, news articles related to fun facts and um, just like business related content. Uh, for example, I did uh, one on the COVID vaccine and how we're uh, Canada's kind of on the back of the back of the line right now for that. Uh, just just stuff that people would find interesting, and uh, I I just wanted to engage the audience that I had at the moment. And just things like doing a podcast as well and helping uh, younger people kind of network themselves kind of helps me build my brand out online as well. And that's something I'm going to add on to my LinkedIn as well. So if I ever do have to look for a job and maybe I don't work for myself, but I go help other company, um, I'd be more um, willing to get a job just because I, I was able to show them that I'm not only going to school, but I'm participating in my community. I'm volunteering and all that stuff. <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> We've both got really weird names, if you don't mind me saying. I mean, mine's Linda Ockwell Jenner. And a lot of people say, hi, Jennifer. And I go, no, 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 Linda Ockwell Jenner. So I say Linda OJ. And 
I can't even pronounce yours properly. I'm terrible. But yours sounds quite exotic and, and unusual. So do you want to be found online for your identity under your name or under your business name? Because that's, that's something to think about, isn't it, when you're creating your identity? Personally, I am one of those people that I don't really need. Um, I Like, I wouldn't want people to know me for like, oh, that's a guy that did uh, that company. I want to just be known as myself that, oh, that's someone that's really good at business and I should contact him if I have any business related questions. So I kind of want it to be a little bit separate, but also, um, yeah, for me, it would be a little bit more separate than the companies that I would it be your name? So, for instance, I've got Motivational Steps and SBCN and all these things, but my name does stand out. So I'm known by lots of different things. In your case, you're just starting out. So what you're saying, I guess, to be clear for our audience is you want to be known by your name and then you can spin off from that and be known for different businesses attached to your name. Exactly, because, yeah, because at the, the way I see it, at the end of the day... Um, no one can ever take who you are away from you. So it's more valuable to me to be known for Aaron rather than whatever company I'm running at the moment, because in reality, companies come and go and, but like your, your person, your personal, like personality is always going to be something that you, that's yours and unique to yourself. So that's why I would want people to know me for Aaron, but also know me for like also doing some business stuff as well one of one of the tricks i learned early on is you know people more so now than before because of you know everybody's online as you said everybody's going virtual at the moment is um people are going to search for you so um you know i i try and put linda oj on on articles so they can search for linda oj linda aqua jenna as well but People might go, well, how do you spell Aquil Jenner? So when they search for you, they'll search for your name, which is becoming more memorable, obviously, you know, and that's a really good way to go. So what else is it about our online identity that you find interesting that you've been working on, you know, to get to where you are now for, you know, everybody else to learn from? So um, you can always, with any social media um account that you have you'll always be able to grow it it's just about how you're going to go about doing that so i kind of wanted to talk to all of our listeners right now and tell them that um just because you post content on your account doesn't mean that people are actually seeing it and uh that kind of goes into the algorithm that a lot of people don't know about with instagram i'm going to be talking about specifically instagram but it's also applicable to other social media account uh, prof- uh platforms like twitter TikTok and all them, um, and Facebook as well. But pretty much, uh, you need to have all your audience engaged into whatever content you are posting. So that's why it's important to choose like a niche that you want to be known for, or like a category or industry that you want to be a part of, because then you're going to get audiences that are going to appreciate the content that you are posting and they'll interact with that content as well. And what that does with the algorithm is that it helps promote your, your profile and you'll be able to to be seen by more people in that kind of community and it'll help you grow your online presence. So that'll just help you get more followers, um, more engagement, more likes on your pro on your pictures, more comments and all that. Um, so yeah, that, that was uh, something I want to just kind of briefly talk about with the algorithm. I know there's a lot more that I didn't cover, but 
uh, you need like days to talk about just just the interesting things that the algorithm does on Instagram. <laughs> just to be clear, if people don't know what you are talking about, because Instagram is something I'm just getting into. I started years ago with the Twitters, the LinkedIn's, the Facebook, the Pinterest. Um, so what is an algorithm? How do we know how to get it? And you have to post certain things on Instagram because Instagram is more photos, isn't it? More graphic. Yeah. Yeah, Instagram is a lot more photos, videos, um, and everyone starts off with an algorithm. When you first open an account, you'll always have an algorithm, and they'll be testing it every single day. So if you don't use your Instagram, the algorithm's going to be like, oh, this person is not active anymore, and we're not going to show whatever he posts to our new users because you have to understand that Instagram's only purpose is to keep audiences engaged on their platform that's their number one cardinal rule is what can we do to keep people coming back to instagram and staying on it for longer times because then they'll be able to advertise to you they'll be able to um just have you as an audience right so when they have users on it they make sure that the content that you're posting is not going to make other users get off the platform so that, that's where the algorithm comes in hand and it tests your image, your pictures with a sample size of your audience. Even if they're your followers already, say you have a hundred followers and you're not a really engaged person and you're just going to post one photo and it's irrelevant to what you usually post. Um, they'll show it to maybe 10 people. And if p those 10 people, one person likes it or not even, then they'll just stop showing it and you won't. And that's where reach is affected. So you are not even going to be able to reach the own, your own followers. So making sure that you post stuff that's relevant, that um, engages with your your community of followers is extremely important because then that'll increase your reach and that'll increase um, how visible your your the content that you're posting is going to be to other people. So that's kind of the... Instagram's mean then because I'm not posting on there a lot at the moment because I was just trying to work with someone. So, okay, I don't care if you don't like my photos, Instagram. Um, I, I managed to get quite a lot of people on Twitter, which I know is not, not something you're really keen on. It's not really, it's fine if you don't like it. I've gone off Twitter a lot lately because basically there's a lot of rubbish on there. But I got, I don't know, nine and a half thousand, which is not a lot compared to some people people on there and I want to keep engaged with as many people as possible. I want to be noticed. And also if you remember I'm I'm sharing so much content about different businesses and things I'm doing. Um even that's becoming tiring for me because as I say, trying to reach the right people when you've got so many. So I often say to myself, you know, it doesn't matter about trying to reach everybody. I want to reach that audience so I can get some virtual presentations. Um and again, um I love telling people this an online presence means you are searched easily so people can find you. So if anybody wants to search for me, you'll find, you know, me under my first name, my Linda Rojay, my business name, which is easy for people to find me. But does it get tiring doing this? Not for me because I've done it over many years. So you're just starting out. So basically you'll soon get bored of it. Facebook has gone really rubbishy where I say I want to be on Facebook for business because it's a bookmark. I want people to know who I am on Facebook, but it's a bit rubbish. Let's admit it. Sorry, Facebook. Um, I do love LinkedIn because it's a really good business, you know, platform. 
and then some of these things will be picked up and and popped onto um you know social media presence or the search engines that's what i'm trying to say um so yeah it's really great what you've been talking about you know a lot more than i do about you know some of these things um because i guess my stuff's kind of from the past and now um my problem is finding enough content for instagram that i haven't posted somewhere else because i want to post something different so you're gonna have to walk me through that one day so i'll get a bit clever so what tip would you would you leave everybody with for instance how did you get started on instagram in particular and how did you find out about the algorithm okay um so uh i started off when i was in high school i was just making uh funny accounts with my friends and we would uh, we'd grow them to get like a hundred thousand followers and then we would try to sell them so we did that with my friends and uh we had a lot of fun doing it we learned a lot about uh things and we also learned that if you change the theme of an account so for example i was doing a car account right so i would post a bunch of pictures of cars people would follow it they'd engage with it and then i would stop posting or i would change it to oh maybe i'm gonna do puppies for some reason <laughs> so you wouldn't so say with the cars i was reaching a hundred thousand people but then with the the puppies i would only reach 10 like a thousand people because they they weren't interested in the content and then the pay would just start dying so it's extremely important that you maintain uh the same category that that you're going to be posting on and a good rule of thumb is to post around once every three days just to maintain um an active status in the algorithm on Instagram. And also, if you are a public account, you should look at using uh, hashtags. And don't I wouldn't suggest using hashtags that are used by, um, that are extremely popular, just because you're not ever going to be found on them unless you're this really famous person. Um, but for, <laughs> for the, uh, <laughs> I wish, I wish. Um, but for the average person, um, you're not going to be on the trending of uh, Instagram daily or something like that. You'd have to find niche specific hashtags and you can uh, you can either go to accounts that are similar to yours and find out what hashtags they're using or you can pay someone to search it up, which is what I did. If you go on Fiverr, you can pay someone and they can do the whole research for you. Um, and then they give you... Um, these hashtags that will help you build your brand or, or your identity online. Uh, all you got to do is just put these hashtags onto your photos and the algorithm will use those hashtags and show it to those categories of people. And then you'll be able to increase your, 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 um, your engagement and start growing. So that's, that's what I would suggest for people to do if they're trying to grow on Instagram. Definitely Instagram. Yeah. It's because it's really the thing of today, isn't it? It's, you know, it's not that LinkedIn's no good for anybody. It's, it's more if you, if you're going to be looking for a job, it, it will grow your online identity. But I think for the audience we're looking at, Instagram's fun. And I'm going to really get into it now because I want 100,000 followers. I think I've got 300 people at a push. And um, I, I'm terrible. I'm going to admit it. And it's okay to admit if you're not good because then you can learn from people like you. Um, this has been such fun. I never knew I was talking to a an influencer have you still got a have you still got a hundred thousand followers no no i i sold those accounts to my friends or just gave it to them um I, it was 
it was it was more or less uh really time consuming at the time i just posting every day because i for those accounts you have to post more than once every three days you have to post every single day just to keep it growing so i i just got um yeah pretty busy with school and trying to do my own company that i kind of stopped doing that and um just gave it gave it to my friends but it was it was a good learning experience for me because then uh, building a company i use the same tactics that i did to grow the pages except now i'm doing it for something that I love doing, which is the, the brands that I, I'm trying to create now. Well, I'm definitely a fan. I'm going to really, you know, <laughs> be emulating you. I'll give I'll give uh, Instagram a go, I really do. Well, we have to stop the fun there, but, um, you know, I want everybody to come back to our next, you know, episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast, and we're going to have some wonderful topics. And I want to keep it fun. I want you to keep me laughing because it means that you do all the talking and I can stay quiet. Okay, yeah, I'll... I'll- I'll prepare a little skit of uh, just funny, just funny knock knock jokes or something that we could just throw in the podcast. So it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me as well. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.